how God ties our finances to the Spirit today on the Weekly Kingdom Outlook. Let's get started. Hey, greetings, folks. Apostle Lewis here with you. Just coming back from uh, Oklahoma, where we were in Tuttle, Oklahoma, just south of Oklahoma City. What a beautiful um, group of people we were with that were just so hungry. God moved mightily. I spent uh, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Thursday I taught, and then Friday, Saturday, Sunday, I just spent in with impartation, prophetic impartation, prophetic callings and mantles, and praying for people and calling out stuff and setting people. I was just, the Spirit of God was so beautifully gracious to us. I taught a lot, but I, I really spent most of my time imparting. I'm so glad I get, I'm home for a couple of days. I want to start, you know, I've been talking about finances for a while on this podcast because I think they're so perverted and so... Um, misused in the understanding that I want to give us understanding to it. Now, I want you to open your Bibles to Galatians chapter 6. And I'm going to start giving us some understanding about why you need to value the truth that you receive and what happens when you do. And uh, this is something I learned back in the 90s, uh, early in the 90s, uh, where I just started valuing the fact that somebody was teaching me the Word of God. And I put value on it. And I, I can be honest, it's not that what I was able to so necessarily represent to them maybe the full value because I didn't have a lot of money, but it represents something to me that I really valued it and it represented something to Holy Spirit and to Jesus Christ also. So I want to read this and I want you to hear it because maybe you haven't thought about it. We're just going to start at verse 6 of chapter 6 in Galatians. And I'm just going to take a couple minutes tonight, and then next week maybe we'll go a little bit more into it. But I want you to think about this. You know, God, like when I agree to go somewhere, let me just give you an idea. When I agree to go somewhere, and I don't ask for money, I mean, they know they're going to take up an offering for me, um, sometimes they pay for me getting there and sometimes they don't. Okay. This, this week they did. Thank, they were just so gracious, but you know how we treat the men and women of God who come near us determines greatly how we treat the, you know, it represents how we're treating the spirit and the truth imparted to us. And this is where a lot of Christians think it doesn't matter. And I'm going to just tell you a spiritual aspect of that. We're going to find out it does. All right. So verse 6, it says, Let him who is taught the word share in all good things with him who teaches. Do not be deceived. God is not mocked. For whatever a man sows, that he will also reap. So no way to say, look, you're taught the word of God. Therefore, share with them that is teaching you the word of God. And he says, don't be deceived. God is not mocked. 
if no words, if you don't believe in sowing and reaping, then you're mocking God when you're not sowing and reaping. When you're not sowing in the things you're reaping, when you're not, you know, honoring those. He says, For we for he who sows to his flesh will of the flesh reap corruption. You know, I went and got food. I got some salad stuff tonight and 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 got me and Jess uh, a Starbucks. Guess what? That's sowing to the flesh. You understand? And by the way, it does reap corruption. Okay? But who sows to the spirit would of the spirit reap everlasting life. I want you to hear that, okay? And let us not grow weary while doing good. In other words, it is do it is good to sow to those who teach. And this is a principle and a spiritual truth that I discovered in the early 90s and decided that I would never go to a conference, never go to a meeting. Um, you know, I, you know, my church, I would just give all of it right away. But even sometimes, even in a church meeting, then let's say I gave my tithe already or gave my offerings already, I was sometimes compelled just to throw a little bit more in there because I just always wanted to sow into truth, always wanted to, to honor what I was being taught. And I started practicing this. And this is where I saw, like, the, the harvest of God. He who sows to his flesh will of flesh reap corruption, but he who sows to the spirit will of his spirit reap everlasting life. And let us not grow weary while doing good. In other words, this is good before the Lord. Don't go weary, don't get weary in it. For in due season we shall reap if we do not lose heart. In other words, you might not see it instantly when you're sowing, but I, I learned something. The more truth that I put value on and honored, that the more it came back to me. And it was, seems like that God put value on. Jesus said, with their lips, they praise me, but their hearts are far from me. And then he said this, wherever your treasure is, there's your heart. So what he was saying is, look, with their lips, they're honoring me, but you, they're not backing up what's, what's valuable to them because their, their, their treasure, they're putting their treasure everywhere else. So, you know, you got people who don't give, but they've got to have NFL tickets. And they'll tell you, well, I can't afford to give. I, I can't do that. I got to have cable. I, I can't afford to do that. Well, when you do that, you are actually honoring NFL tickets or your cable. When I got saved, um, we gave up our cable to make sure that I could tithe every month or every paycheck. In other words, we could tithe. We were going to be tight, but we said, let's give up cable. We didn't have cable for a long, long time. And so it's really important for us to know that. Okay? It's really, really important for us to realize that how we sow into stuff. Friends, do not, for in due season you shall reap if you do not lose heart. Therefore, as we have opportunity, let us do good to all, especially those who are of the household of faith. You know, I I watch people nickel and dime a tip, and and I, I just don't do that. I value service. Now, sometimes I get really bad service, and sometimes that's what I'll give. A, I'll also give a good tip. And a tip they're not expecting. And you go, why? Well, sometimes they're just having a bad day. 
and I want them to have a good day. You know, now if they think they're, if they were crappy servers and they were rude and everything, I might not honor that. But sometimes I will. Sometimes I will. I'll pray about it while I'm sitting there. We, we have to understand how finances are tied. Okay. Jesus said this. Let me just pull this up in the Amplified real quick. Because I just happen to love it in the Amplified more than, uh, you know, I just love the way it sounds in the Amplified. And for that reason, I want to bring it up in that. So I'm going to bring it up. It's Mark chapter 4. Verse 24, and let me just switch that over to the Amplified. It says this, Be careful what you are hearing. The measure of thought and study you give to the truth you hear will be the measure of virtue knowledge that comes back to you, and more besides will be given to you. In other words, determining the value you give to what, um, to what you are uh, receiving will determine how much of that value comes back to you. So there's two things you have to do is like never ever un be careful what you're hearing and make sure you're guarding your eyes, your ears, your you know thoughts. And then make sure that what you are doing is that you are valuing rightly the things of God when you're at a service. I believe that some people don't go to church because then they think they don't have to tithe. I've known people who have done that. And they're wrong. You don't have to do anything. But you're not, you're not really, you're not living by the kingdom. You're not walking in the spirit. You know, when I left my job, my hardest thing I had, which I had no problem to before this, was to receive an or an offering for myself because all my offerings in my ministry for about four years i was able to give away like i really love giving and what i had on and i was by the way i was preaching i would you know one things that i loved what you know marvin apostle marvin hazel said to me in front of the people said you know i was in oklahoma city actually wrangling and they never did day meetings. They tried some day meetings. I think it was a, uh, I think it was actually like a Monday, Tuesday, or something like that. And I think we got there on a Sunday morning. I think we did Sunday morning, Sunday night, and then we Monday morning, Monday night, Tuesday morning, Tuesday night, something. I did the day. There's only like five, six people there, but I don't. It doesn't matter if there's five or a hundred or a thousand. I, I give everything I have uh, before them because I value. The word of God, I value whoever is in front of me. The value needs to be reciprocated. And when that happens, before you, you can always tell, like I can sometimes tell that here's the thing about honor. It opens up the spirit. It literally opens up the spirit realm. So dishonor closes it because you listen, you cannot receive from that which you don't honor. And honor is more than praise. Honor has to do with honorariums, has to do with how you value life. And Paul said this, if, if we're sowing in the spiritual stuff into you, should we not reap your earthly possessions? And that's how God has designed the economy of heaven. Okay? That him who preaches the gospel shall live by the gospel. Make sure that your heart is a giving heart and that you value being taught wherever you're at. Okay? Wherever you are at, make sure your value is being is being expressed in your giving.
okay? And and you'll reap bountifully. But it's really, for me, I hate saying that you reap, even though it's true, because I love, look at, I love men and women of God, and I'm always sowing seed. Always. I just love doing it. And it's not the brag. I'm saying I really love the joy that you that that when you honor someone, it brings them, it brings them a, a great level of joy. And I and I like that. I like being that one who does that. When I discovered this around 93, 94, I mean, there was times we did revival at New Life for four weeks out of five. It's a week off in the middle. And, you know, I'd given so much. I remember one meeting, I didn't have anything to give. I was like, and I gave this gold bracelet. And it was just something that was just total joy for me to give away and sew it into the thing. Might not seem like much, but back then gold might have been two, probably four, five, six hundred an ounce. You know, it probably was about that much, you know. And I I love giving. I love sewing. I love uh, that the Lord um, honors it so much when we do it. And I know he'll honor when you do it. So God bless you this week. I love you. I look forward to seeing you all soon. Remember, School of the Prophets on Tuesday nights. Uh, and so you want to be there for that, just sign up. Here's the JPEG for that. Go ahead and sign up. And then go to lewisdcn.com if you want to give. Uh, just go to lewisdcn.com, click on Donate. And uh, there's about four different ways you could sow into our ministry. Become a partner. Maybe you want to just become a partner. Do that. $25 a month will get you just about every digital product. Um, uh, you'll never get through them all in a while, but uh, it will get you a lot of free, a lot of stuff in there. You get, I just, I put almost every product in there. And, you know, we've got the Gate School, the Spirit Series, and I've got two more that I've already done the videos on. I'm just writing the manuals and they'll be coming out soon. So I'm really excited about that. I love you and I will talk to you later. Hey, if you're going to be in the Ohio area, I will be up there this Thursday, Friday, and Saturday. I'll be with Todd doing the uh, School of the Secret Place. Go to uh, uh, Revival Harvest Ministries, and you can get the information there on that. Uh, it's going to be a lot of fun being with Todd this week. So God bless you, and I'll talk to you later. Bye-bye.